Hello and welcome to the Premier League Fan Podcast. Now before we go any further, I know last podcast we were a day late, this podcast we're a day early, but I tell you what, trying to find a good day for four football fans to record a podcast when there's a game on every single day is not easy but we decided to record this during the Brighton Newcastle game because there's probably a good chance that not a lot's going to happen there Um, but before we go any further I do just need to do a warning so this is recorded live and unscripted as, as usual which means it may contain some language or topics that some people might not find appropriate. Welcome to this week's Premier League Fan Podcast. Okay, hello and welcome to this week's Premier League Fan Podcast. And after two weeks, no, well, a month, all four of us are back. So I am joined by uh, Luke, Joe, Troy. How are we, boys? All right. Hello, hello, hello. Very good. Very, very good. Very good. We had a a stand in last week, Joe. We had a, a, yeah, we had, we had Reese. Yeah, Liverpool fan. Yeah, I got on really well with him. Just, I just bet you know, you did. you're gonna have to step your game up slightly. No, you <laughs> no, I missed you, Joe. I did miss you, Joe. I missed, time. I missed all of our listeners, all listener, the one. That, yeah, <laughs> the one yeah. He missed you too. He missed you too. Or she. It is 2020. Um, could be both. So, could, or could be both. Um, so, since we've last spoke and since we've last talked Norwich have left the Premier League they made an early exit they have been relegated did that, that, su- them. Did that surprise anybody no, no. not at all no. I think they were everyone's favorite to go down weren't they, yes, they were. and um Usually, you know, usually the situation is with releg- people that are relegated early. They they tend to have a little bit of a jump. I know last season, Fulham had a little bit of a jump when they were announced relegated. But it's gone bad to worse from them, really, isn't it? Um, uh, two red cards in the last game. Two red, red cards. Gone. I don't know. Um, yeah, they, it does look like their head's gone, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Did anybody catch that game? Anybody? What did anybody make of make of that? Terrible. I didn't watch it. I watched it. I thought. I thought. I thought the first. Obviously, VAR is a, a bit of a matter of contention at the moment, isn't it? I think it's it's one of those things that I think we, we we're going to argue about to the end of time. I mean, me and Luke might not have to worry about it next season, but um. Hold on a minute! Don't put me in the same category <laughs> as you yet. But um. But yeah, it it, it was. The bottom line is two red cards. Um. And a, a two 0 loss. Uh, that was at, at home to Burnley as well at the last last game of the game last game of the season. Also, big news coming out today. Obviously, we're recording this on Monday night. Is the uh, the Ballon d'Or has been cancelled due to the coronavirus? Yeah, odd one. What a shame for Jack Grealish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right Jack Grealish. Don't mean Bakayoko Saka. <laughs> <laughs> Well, obviously, well, who, uh, so, uh, well, well, so obviously last year that it was um, 
Virgil van Dijk that that walked away with it. Who, who do you think's missed out on this year then? Who do you think has been the big name? Any can anyone think of anybody well, that would have been in contention? I think Kevin De Bruyne. I would have said De Bruyne. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 sort of he, has, has he won it yet? I don't I don't know to be honest with you. Well, no. potentially Henderson. Yeah, Henderson. Henderson. Why? No, not Henderson. Here's here's the big question. Here's the big question that I think you know I want to know. Is obviously we are due a a trophy lift on Wednesday with um, Liverpool lifting the trophy at Anfield in the cop end as well. They're doing things slightly differently. Jordan Henderson won't be playing. He's he's been ruled out to the end of the season. Do you see him doing a full kit? Scenario like John oh, yeah. Terry, JT. definitely. Oh definitely. yeah, he deserves it. He deserves it. <laughs> so would would he get? Would he? Is he going to get ridiculed like John Terry did when he dressed in full kit? I mean, obviously, I I just like Jordan Henderson more as a person, to be honest with you, than I do John Terry. Um, but um, <laughs> but um, no, yeah. So we've got the trophy lift on Wednesday as well. That's gonna, that's bound to be interesting. So um. Is Troy going to watch it? He's crying at the moment. Uh, (laughs) I I think I'm busy that day. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, So, yeah. So, it's it's, it's, obviously, we know Liverpool's won the title. They've got the trophy list on Wednesday. Uh, Norwich have gone down. Those are all the things that we know about. We've got... um, We've still got a fight for top four, though, haven't we? Um, And I'm sure... Joe, one thing that one thing that you weren't around for last episode that we we briefly discussed, and I know we want to get your input in it, is is Arsenal's form at the moment. It's it's been pretty good, wouldn't you say? It is pretty good. Uh, still love bottling things, considering against Spurs late on, but we are on a good run and. I think Arteta is showing what he can do with Arsenal. There still needs to be signings. We're still nowhere near. You're looking a lot better though, aren't you? Oh, massive. I mean, we beat yeah. Liverpool City that? within a week. Yeah, did you see that? The one like play that you had against Man City. You had the ball round the back with starting with the goalkeeper. You passed it through the whole team and that's when Aubameyang scored. It was quality. Yeah, mate. Ten, ten of the 11 players touched the ball. It's good, mate. This is, it's what I think of when I think of Arsenal. But we need it. There's no point playing it for one game. And, no. Yeah, exactly. And evidently this season, we're going to end on our worst points tally for 25 years. And that's simply not good enough. And that's a shame, really. Okay. It's not... Someone's piping up. Um, no, but it is a shame, isn't it, Joe? Because that's not really a true reflection of, of what we've seen, especially since lockdown. I mean, it's, you know, any new manager needs a bedding in period and any new manager needs needs that that sort of time to bed in and and it looks like they're they're firing on all cylinders at the moment um yeah arsenal and we're and we're in a cup final you know as well uh which is just incredible um you know it's arsenal you know oh no sorry chelsea isn't it sorry sorry troy 
Yeah, it's not uh, Manchester United. Why are, we, no. why are we talking about the FA Cup when we're on a, it's a Premier League? Oh, oh, oh it's, I see. it's silverware, Troy. Troy, we can't we can't just talk about the one thing. We can't, you know, we can't just we've got to talk about how the clubs are doing. That's what we're here for. Troy doesn't um, like talking about when United get battered. We will we will we will briefly talk about the FA Cup final, Luke. I want your opinion on this. So obviously, um, Arsenal in the final Chelsea in the final two brand new managers who do you think needs it more the FA Cup win do you um, think it, it Arsenal I feel it means more to Arsenal currently with the position they're in in the league um, because Chelsea for the transfer embargo etc they've had nothing they've, they've done extremely well anyway it's, it's just a it's an add-on for Lampard if you can get that but yeah like I say it means a lot more for Arsenal mm-hmm. I think it's a real credit um, to Frank Lampard, really, as you said, he had a transfer embargo. He's sort of got what he's given, and yeah, he's managed to get the team to the Champions. uh, Sorry, not the Champions FA Cup final, should I say? Um, Troy, who do you feel needs it more, Arteta and Arsenal, or are you just not that bothered? (laughs) I think I think Arteta and Arsenal need it more, definitely, for the same reasons as Luke's given. Obviously, it could be their route into the to the Champions League as well. Oprah, isn't it? Yeah, it would be your Oprah, I think. FA Cup. I think it's. I. I. I'm just so happy that it's someone different for a change. The last few years, it's been these domestic cup finals have been dominated by Manchester City, and I think it's it's just as a neutral fan. <laughs> as somebody that's you know got no affiliation with both of those clubs i think i just think it's going to be nice to see someone different win it for a change that oh. hasn't won hasn't won it in a few years so i mean when is yeah final first of Sorry? august oh, first of august yeah first of august. it's someone different yeah someone different you're right like the team that's won it the most times but, yeah oh. <laughs> and on the uh, on the subject of form troy um again manchester united Still top of their game, aren't they? Still looking very good. A very um, shocking performance by uh, Maguire, though. Bloody yeah, yeah. Eighty but, million, my ass. <laughs> Troy, how how have you felt that Manchester United have performed over the last two weeks? I mean, yeah. Obviously, we we conceded a last minute goal against Southampton to to draw. Um, but other than that, I think we've looked we've looked strong in the Premier League. We we you know we beat Palace. Um, it's helped that Leicester have dropped points, so touch wood, we should get top four. Um, I mean, they've they've come back really poor, haven't they, Leicester? I mean, they they have struggled. I mean, obviously the notable win is at the Vitality Stadium against ASC Bournemouth, um, but you know, it, 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 Leicester and Sheffield have come back sort of flagging a bit, haven't they, Troy? Yeah, um, they have, and I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the reason behind Leicester's poor performance because they were they were doing really well before lockdown, um, but for, yeah, for whatever reason they've completely they look a completely different team to the one that we saw before lockdown, um, and, it's, and it's meant that Manchester United have managed have been able to to catch up with them quite considerably. Yeah. Just to add on to that, I'd like to say with Man U, they've uh, since like lockdown etc. They've come back. They've played very well, especially their attack with that lethal like front four now with Rashford, Greenwood, Martial, and uh, Fernandez. But, yeah, um, Greenwood's 
come yeah. on leaps and bounds, isn't he? Fantastic. Exactly, but like like we were talking about before, um, De Gea, he's he's dropped off massively. He's gone. And so was Maguire. Like it's I know I don't know if I'm just picking on him, but I've really like he's slow. He's sluggish. He doesn't look good enough. Yeah, and and you know we talked about it. Um, you know we talked about it on the last podcast. You know when you know I like to bring up again Junior Stanislas sent him for a hot dog um, <laughs> <laughs> um troy obviously the big debate that's going around social media this week is um uh, and, and dean henderson is odds on favorite to be manchester united's number one next season um i know last podcast you were a bit skeptical whether that it was time to make that call how do you feel now yeah i mean i think i think everyone's seen his performance in the in the fa cup um, I, I still think De Gea will be number one next season. Um, you know, he he was one of our best players at a time where you know the transitional agreement, uh, the transitional period when Sir Alex left. Um, I think he deserves more. I think he deserves more time and respect. Um, but how how much how much time and respect can you give? a goalkeeper and and a player to when they keep making these kinds of decisions this isn't this isn't the first time we've we've spoken about David De Gea's mistakes and I'm sure as a Manchester United fan Troy you sit there thinking oh god how can you sit there when your front four are looking absolutely fantastic but you don't know who's let who's who's going to leave the back door open you know who's quite and you know, no one's undroppable. We've got Romero, who's always look always looks good whenever he plays. Mm. So I don't think it would harm either of them for De Gea to take a couple of. You know, there's only a few games left of the season. Yeah. Let Romero play. Let De Gea, you know, have a rest. It's good for players. Good for that to happen. The season not. Yeah. They're not. So I think stable. United are. Strong, strong force. The only thing that I will note about United, and I'm not taking any way, anything away from them, but I think they're yet to be truly tested. Only because the games, the very good game against Sheffield United, drew against Spurs, and obviously lost to Chelsea. I know that was the FA Cup, but still fielded very strong sides. So you're not beating bigger teams so far since lockdown so I think it'll be interesting against bigger tests against like a Liverpool City side but I think they're playing that's the well. thing that's that's what we couldn't do though before we couldn't we couldn't beat the the teams like Sheffield and Palace before yeah it was those teams that we were, were dropping points against so yeah, yeah. and they, re- they really did I mean before lockdown they would switch it on against those yeah. against those big teams that so yeah I mean that is great yeah. that they're not conceding points um, I want to I want to mention the point about the um, substitute goalkeeper coming in and stepping in, and and, and one person who really has stepped up, Joe, is um, Martinez at yes, um, at Arsenal. Um, what bloke? Uh, before all this, mm. before before Leno's injury, there was transfer rumours linked with him and Leeds. Obviously, Leeds now in the Premier League. Um, obviously, he's an incredible goalkeeper. He's very good. Uh, he's also a longest-serving player, Martinez. No. Uh, no. I don't know how old he is. Um, but he, 
yeah, I, I've never I've never really seen him, if I'm honest, because he's never really played for us. Mm. You know, um, even when like previous seasons we'd have like Czech and then Ospina would be the backup, so he'd be third choice. And now, like that position is just solid regardless. You've got Martinez or you've got Leno. Yeah, both are just you know high quality yeah. keepers. Leno's, you know, Leno's no slouch in, in himself. You know, we we've talked several times about how he's come on leaps and bounds. But yeah, some of the saves that Martinez has been pulling off have been absolutely incredible yeah. over the Tw- last two weeks. Twenty-seven, um, Martinez. Just had a look. Yeah, which which is a, which is a prime prime you age. know prime yeah, prime exactly. for a goalkeeper. Um, yeah. So yeah, fantastic. Um, we're just going to take a bit of a break, play the ad. And then we'll come back and we'll carry on talking about... We'll talk about I'm sure we will talk about the relegation battle in the second half, but we're going to cue the music. This episode of the Premier League Fan Podcast is sponsored by our podcast provider, Anchor. Now, Anchor is a free app that you can download on your iPhone or iPad or any of your mobile phones. It is free to use and it has everything you need to create your own podcast. Now, trust me, if the four of us idiots can use it, anyone can use it. It's so easy. Go to Anchor FM to start your podcast today. Now, sit back and enjoy the Premier League Fan Podcast. Okay, so that was the ad break. That's where we earn our 5p per episode. So thanks for that. Thanks I expect for listening. my split. I'll yeah. get Fredo soon. Yeah, so we're, we're working our way up to, um, you know, a penny, couple of penny, penny sweets for all of this. Um, it's only right that we, you know, it's, it's it, we, we've talked about the top end of the table. It's about time that we talk about the bottom end of the table. Um, yeah, so obviously, since we last spoke, I know... Last week, I was last last episode. I was very passionate about the fight that AFC Bournemouth um, needed to put in, um, as well as some other teams that are down the bottom end. It's sort of we've seen a bit of a fight, haven't we, Luke? We, we have indeed. And I must say, to back my side, we've got the guru himself, Troy, who so far is looking right. Villa might Villa might survive you, this. So right, no worries, Troy. Credit so where just, credit's due. So just so let's let's just give a roundup of where the relegation battle is. So as uh, so as we know, um, Norwich are down. Um, West Ham, down. West West Ham, West Ham are pretty much out of it. They're pretty much gone. Brighton have gone. Um, it's going to need um, it's going to need two wins for Villa. Uh, not necessarily. Okay. One thing I noticed was the fact that Bournemouth lost now. Um, West uh, Watford have two games left who we're fighting against basically now yeah. I'm not saying Bournemouth are out of it but you know what I mean um, yeah. and Watford have Man City <laughs> and Arsenal left and yeah. that's two games where their goal difference could get absolutely ruined and the fact that they're only four minus four points in, like better goal difference than us they could get screwed and then we, it's going to come down to the West Ham game for Villa I reckon if we beat West Ham we can stay up you're playing it, Arsenal as well, though, aren't you? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm ruling that one out. We're getting no points out of that one. And then, um, so, so yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's so, so Villa have got. So obviously, Bournemouth played yesterday when we were recording this. Lost two 0 at home to Southampton, which was, you know, heart heartbreaking for me. Obviously, goal got disallowed. Yeah. Anyway, we won't go into that. So Bournemouth have got Everton <laughs> no. away. 
Bournemouth have got Everton away on the last day. Um, Villa have got Arsenal and who else, sorry, Luke? We've got Arsenal and West Ham. But like I say, West Ham now is turning into pretty much a nothing game because I'm gonna if they pick up a point, they're safe, basically. Yeah. And Watford have got Man City. And Arsenal. And Arsenal. So you'd and like just, so you'd like to think that that's no nice. that's no points and massive massive stuff coming out of Watford yesterday, Troy and Joe. I don't know if you guys have heard it, or, but um, Peterson has been sacked with two matches to go. Troy, what do you make of that? Peterson. Who did you say? Nigel, <laughs> Nigel, Nigel Pearson. Sorry. Yes, he's made a mistake. Sorry, now. we are live. Oh, we are live. <laughs> he's um it completely bizarre situation something must have happened between him and someone because you've got two games left they're against two of the you know better teams in the league I don't understand why you wouldn't just leave that until you know the, the season's finished yeah That's Jay, Jay what do you think's happened there I ain't got a clue there must be some sort of bust I had a good uh, in my group chat with some friends we were talking about this and they said to be fair at the end of the day it looked like the players weren't fighting for, for the team so at the end of the day is it going to make any difference in, regardless you know they're not playing for the manager but that, big debate about that because they they had a good hot second half apparently against whoever they played last I don't know it was Man, you know, uh, West Ham wasn't it West Ham but um <laughs> Is that really right to sack the manager, though? I mean, no, you can't no. sack the manager with two games to go. If, Troy, you're, what, if you're just above relegation as well, it seems crazy to me. We found where they were when Pearson came in. They were bottom of the table. He got, he's, he's got them above relegation. You know, with two games. Yeah, he's, to go. he's done. He's done. He's done very well. You know, and I, th- I, th- I think it's um. I would like. I would have to think that there's been some kind of disagreement between him and the owner. Yeah, it, it, to me, it's just ludicrous that you'd get rid of a manager. So now you've got you've got a team that's now being managed by the under 23 coach for the last two games of the season, um, and they must win games. They've got to because there's going to well, be at least Bournemouth. keep the goal difference down. Yeah, mm. I mean, there's um, there's Bournemouth and Villa that are waiting in the wings expecting something to happen you know wanting something to happen um yeah i mean obviously villa and villa and bournemouth are, are both going to be looking at the goal differences and obviously with manchester united you know they've they've got a habit of scoring five goals a game at the moment it's it's not going to be an easy task for them um so uh who do, who do we see going down how are you on about <laughs> Pardon? That's Man City, isn't it? It's Man City and Arsenal they've got. Watford. Yeah, Man. Yeah, Man. Yeah, Man City. That's what I said, wasn't it? I think you said Man United. Oh, did I? If, if I said United, sorry, it's been a long day, guys. It's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Man City. Sorry, they've they've got a habit at the moment of scoring. They they've also got a habit of scoring five goals a game. They've yeah, done they it do, twice yeah. twice in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um. So yeah, no, it's 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 looking like a pretty tight. End end of the uh, end end of the season. It's going to go down to the final day. Uh, Troy, I've asked you every single week since we've come back. I'm going to ask you again. Obviously, Norwich are down. Which two teams do you think are joining them? Bournemouth and Watford. Yes, you guru. He's coming through. 
Okay, Joe. Any, any, out any, the, any. Out, out of the two, Aston Villa and Bournemouth, I just think Aston Villa could could do it out of the two. I don't who, see where who, they're going to pick up a point from. Who do you think that's point? Who do you think the points are coming from, them, Troy? And Luke, we'll ask you both. Troy, well, who, where do you think the points are coming from? So I think uh, Arsenal. See, the thing is, with 20th in the league, like in terms of our uh, defence and ability. We've conceded the most goals. Arsenal are a very attacking team, it's true. Since lockdown, we've come back and defensively we've looked a lot better. The fact that we've got no attack has really hindered us and it's just we're just going to concede goals. You saw it in the Chelsea game. You saw it in all these different games we've played. Man U, we looked a first better team for the first 20 minutes. Then obviously we're going to crumble because we've got no attack. Um I do think Villa could quite easily beat West Ham last game of the season. The West Ham it's a nothing game. nothing to play for. But I'm not. But but so let's so let's let's take Bournemouth and Villa's last game of the season. Obviously, I'm going to write Arsenal off because I think Arsenal are in such great form. I don't see Villa getting anything. I'm out of that game. For Europe. We, we've got to win. Yeah, but um, you, or is or are you going to concentrate more on the FA Cup than than this? Because you you a one-off game for uh, Europe. I think we'll we'll field a strong side for the last three games. I think I don't think we'll rest players for any of them. We need and, the points. Yeah, I, 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 I don't see. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see Villa picking up points against Arsenal. I could be uh, wrong, and I could. I don't. I could. I, don't, okay, I, agree. I could. I could sit in, you know, next podcast and be completely wrong. Um, so we're we're we're, we're, we're taking it down to the last day, aren't we, Luke? So yeah. we've got Everton that Bournemouth are playing, and we've got West Ham. West Ham are looking a lot better than Everton are. I mean, they no. drew. They didn't look convincing when when we all sat down the pub and watched them against Villa. They didn't look very convincing then. Who's that, Everton? The yeah. thing is, again though, like we did, we're we're a decent. Like we haven't played bad. Our midfield's solid. Our defence is gonna crumble because you're having 90 minutes of pressure. We go one the up. We're sitting at the back with 10 or 11 men, like 11 men behind the ball, and we're trying to survive for our life. It's not gonna go well. It is we worth noting that bad. Everton are one 0 up against Sheffield United currently in oh, the last minute. Exactly. Fair enough. Well, it's it's it's, it's gonna know. go. It's, it's gonna go. It's gonna go down to the last day, isn't it? And it's gonna it's gonna be a real. Oh like, yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be. It's gonna be a good. All, uh, fight, yeah. all eyes all eyes on the bottom of the table. I think I think on the next Sunday because um it's gonna be interesting um. All I, you know we we we, we have we have these debates every single week every time we do a podcast but it'll be a, I think I think personally it'll be a shame to see Villa or Bournemouth go down. Um, I think I think you know they've 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 both had real good qualities this season. Um, probably not Bournemouth's best season, but yeah, I mean we'll we'll wait and see. Um, Joe, anything to add on the relegation battle? Uh, I don't think I I personally see Villa and Bournemouth going down. Really? Um, I do. Yeah, I don't see I don't see you picking up any points. I don't see any of those teams picking up any points from the last games. None of them, which would leave the table the way it is. Um, I, I do think seeing the Watford game, Watford Man City before the Villa game. Obviously, if Man City smash Watford, I'm not saying it's going to do anything against Arsenal, but it's definitely going to give us a bit more hope in the fact that for Villa coming into that quarter past eight kickoff. I don't want to blow our bubble either because we're not necessarily been the highest scoring team 
since the lockdown or something. But you could leak goals against Arsenal. Yeah, but all I'm thinking is with, like, it's not a positive really, but with our problem is scoring. But we're playing David Luiz, aren't we? Aren't we? <laughs> so there's, there's always a chance of a. Yeah, he there, was but. absolutely unreal against City. He is. Well, he is, is a player. This is where Blunder Luiz comes in, though. You get the yeah, odd but, mistake. <laughs> yeah, but he has been very much a roller coaster, though, isn't he? Like he he, had, he, is. he had a shocking first game about against Man City, and then he's he's come back. And he's also a bit. He's almost been like a bit of a locker room leader. I saw the comments mm. after the game in the week. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, I think I think he is. He's just one of those players. He's going to make some mistakes some games, and then he'll come back and produce an unreal performance. And that's it's not what Arsenal need, but. For now, it's going to have to do, isn't it? But I think, I think we're going to be too much of Villa. I think, I think we will be. rest. I think we might rest some players against you. I think um, I don't. I think Lanketi is back. I imagine he'd start. Um, but you um maybe? you you rested um you rested Abamyang the other day, didn't you? And got a result. What was that against? Against Liverpool. Yeah. We rested. Yeah, Abamyang. Uh, well, that's Mustafi, the thing. I tell you what, I mean, we, we talked about it. I mean, we'll, we'll come to Troy on this because I'm sure you'll, you'll want to talk about Liverpool and how they're, you know, we, we discussed it on the last podcast with Reese, you know, who's, who's actually a Liverpool fan. But they've really switched off, haven't they, Liverpool? You know, they, they had probably one of the most shocking defensive di- displays that I've seen them in the last two years against Arsenal, Troy. What do you think's happening there? Well, we said in the last podcast, didn't we, they've just... I think they've won the league now. They've they sort of switched off, and the manager and the players can say different, and they have they're, they're trying to defend it and say this and sort of things. But you can't you can't say that it, it's not had an impact. You know, since they since they've been confirmed as champions, they've been they've not been great at all. Um, and they had all these records they could have they could have broken as well, like the the points record in the most games won. Um, they've just not been able to do it, have they? No, they really haven't. And um, you know, I think I think what's even more shocking about those results is is the mistakes have come from two people that have been absolute pillars of their defence. You know, Van Dyke giving away one goal, and and then Alison Becker giving up another. So yeah, a really surprising, a really shocking, and it it would be it would be one, a wonder to see. Are they going to end on a, a result, or are they going to lift the trophy after a loss to Chelsea? That's going to be a real I think awkward. Beat them. That's going to be a real awkward um, lifting ceremony, isn't it? If they if they do it after a loss, but um, oh, they won't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always nice to lift a trophy oh, after yeah, a definitely. win, isn't it? Really, I mean, it's, it doesn't. But not not that there's a crowd in there to to see it, which is going to be unusual. But um, but um, yes, yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be something something to behold really yeah. um fans in the stadium there's no doubt going to be some fans outside the stadium looking to celebrate but um that's something that we we are gonna have to keep an eye on um and boris will yes yeah, so, <laughs> and boris will and boris, boris will. will so obviously talk talk i mean we, we don't often get political usually because we're not that intelligent um but <laughs> <laughs> obviously um there has been talk that by October, we're hoping to get outdoor live events back on, which means we can get down the football again, um, which will be, you know, which will be exciting, isn't it? I mean, how have you felt? 
how you know we talked about it when we first came back how do you feel watching the games at home is different without a crowd um it's been unusual i think isn't it yeah it has been yeah so weird not having an atmosphere um the atmosphere just is not the same you're all about the safety troy we know about that you're the uh <laughs> you're, you're, you're the you're the podcast safety monitor we got you a, you know <laughs> we've got you a sash and everything um yeah. so uh yeah how, how do you feel about all this troy do you think it's it, you're looking forward to getting the game back to how it used to be or how how do you think it's going well, of course i'm looking of course i'm looking forward to it i i don't i don't think they should be crowds again in October there's all this talk about a second second wave in around winter time I just I just don't think it's going to be right to do it in October I think it's too soon but we'll see and we'll see what happens I guess we'll wait and see wait and see I, I just have visions of myself sitting down the Vitality Stadium watching championship football with a face mask on but we'll wait and see <laughs> I cannot wait Chris I cannot wait to jump down three tiers of chairs and have a boogie yeah it's going to be good the, the, the atmosphere is going to be going to be good again um so we need to make some decisions guys about the last two weeks and um the much anticipated social media content you know how we love a bit of social media content um save of the fortnight um some really interesting goalkeeper performance probably the big names that we would expect Alison Becker um De Gea probably not have the best best couple of weeks um any names that we were thinking of putting forward as to goal save of the fortnight go on you're the fanatic Joe and you Chris <laughs> well, it's it's, it's got to be to to me to me I think it's good that there was a save um, uh, Martinez against Spurs uh, deflected came off um, came off one of the defenders and was tipped uh, fingertips over the bar. Um, yeah, it, Martinez has, to me has, has got to to have one of the saves. He's had a, he's had a a great number over the last two weeks. He's he's been in incredible form, um, but that one for me really really stood out and made me go wow. Um, I can't really think of any other goalkeeping performance that 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 would warrant it. To be fair, um, has anybody else got anything that they would like to raise, or are we going to give it to Mr. Martinez? I think. Yeah, I mean, I think Lloris made a beauty of a save in the same match, I think, as well. But Martinez has just been unreal, playing out of his skin. I mean, I think, I think his, I think his performance over the last few weeks has, has warranted. You know, this is the big one. This is the one that they all want in the Premier League. You know, they don't want the Golden Glove. They don't want Player of the Month. They want the Premier League fan podcast exactly. save of the week. You know, and so, you, they got it. And Martinez. You've got it, my son. Hey, <laughs> not bothered. Well, at you on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, um, <laughs> we'd we'd love to have you on the next series. So, uh, yeah, if I can have a signed jersey, then that'd be brilliant. That'd be great. That'd be great. Um, we'll go to player. So, player of the fortnight. Anybody? I mean, I was really campaigning for Dominic Solanke. <laughs> of course you would. Of course. He's would. just woke. Look, guys, he's just woken he's up from a coma. <laughs> he scored for the first game in the Premier League. Hooray! But 
he, he was up for it. He was, no, he wasn't. He scored that first goal and he was up for that it. Was I tell you what, the first one. He shouldn't have scored that. Guys, I was watching the Manchester City game, right? And I saw him. He was up there on his own. And the old Dominic that I know and love, he would have crumbled. He would have absolutely crumbled. But what did he do? He took it round four players and got a free kick. And I thought, that's that's a that's a striker that's in that's got confidence. Um, and I, you have no idea how happy I was when that goal went in. You have no idea. <laughs> I know this is going to be massively outvoted, and it, you know, fair enough. <laughs> Dominic Solanke, you're an absolute legend. I'm chuffed you've got a goal. If you're listening too. You need to come on the second se- the, the, the next series, um, but yeah, so for, well, for me, it's Dominic. Okay. I'd, I'd go with either Lacazette's goal. That absolute... we're talking about player Luke. <laughs> Wake up. up. Lacazette's goal. Player well, of the fortnight. Goal is goal is in a minute, Luke. <laughs> Luke, what comes? Over to you, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> anybody else got any suggestions for player player of the fortnight? Yeah. i don't think you could antonio to be fair I antonio think west ham i think he made a good tackle so surely him is it not, oh sorry is it not tackle of the fortnight Oh sorry, no. sorry, got that one wrong. Sorry. Troy's trying to make a very serious point here, guys. Can we t- can we get back to Troy, please? Um, I don't know how you can look past. I don't know so, how you can look past Antonio. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, four four goals in the last two appearances, and don't, no, we got no. Sorry, he got four goals in one game, didn't he? He did. Uh, yeah, four four goals in one game, and he scored and another one goal. against Watford. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's in incredible form, and and really turned West Ham around um, um, to, to really be knocking in some of some great great results any any other names that stick out over the last fortnight I'm not being funny boys but like the amount of football that's on in, in a two week so period difficult it's, 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 it's so difficult to pick out one probably name probably De Bruyne uh... <laughs> but just, just because it's De Bruyne there's yeah, no, uh, do you know no what I mean reason. he's probably Why done not? something great I'd give Trevor a little go up there if you want to bring up Solanke, I'm bringing Trevor. I didn't know this was a comedy podcast. Um, yeah, it was a comedy when you brought Solanke up. So let's, <laughs> so, so let's come to a consensus. So we all, we all agreeing with um, Antonio. Yeah. He scored five, five, five goals in two games. You can't really argue with that, really, can you? It's, it's pretty impressive. Um, in now we're going to talk about Luke. The goal of the fortnight. <laughs> I think uh, Antonio for West Ham. Right, OK, yeah. <laughs> Aaron Ramsdale's penalty save. Uh, Bobby Moore. <laughs> Shut up. OK, goal of the fortnight. So I'm goal of the fortnight. For... I tell you what, we we had because obviously. Don't worry, Chris. Carry li- on. One, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll talk over you, Luke. Don't worry. It's probably more intelligent than anything you're going to say. Oh. <laughs> um, so obviously we had we had a little discussion about this um, off off the podcast. You know, we try and do a little bit of prep. One that we haven't come up with, and I I know, I know we probably won't want to talk about it because we've just mentioned a West Ham player, but Declan Rice's goal. Against, I mean, that was a screamer, wasn't it? That was. 
that was a beauty. Yeah. That, that was, was a beauty. That was that. I mean, that lifted me off my seat. You know, I mean, I was hoping for a West Ham win, but that was pretty impressive. Um, that was yeah, very impressive. To be fair, who else? Who else did we have in contention for this? Yeah, you tell us, Luke. Frenches. I went for Lacazette, as I explained earlier, and I also went for Martial. Martial was against Southampton. That was when he, he literally came from the the wing, dribbled past two or three players, and then smashed into the top left corner. It was a it was a very good goal. And uh, Lacazette was just far out, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was some venom as well. Flew into the day, didn't it? It was a banger. Any more for any more? Troy, is there any that stick in your mind that we haven't already I mentioned? Think jo- I think Jota's goal was a very good goal. An incredible pass. Um, and an absolute thumping volley, or half volley. Um, so I think his is up there as well. But... Um, and do you know what? The, yeah, I mean, the thing, there's, there's quite a few to choose from. The thing that I've noticed is since coming back from lockdown, everyone's got this confidence to score absolute worldies oh, of, of goals. Thinking back on it as well, we're probably missing one as well. And I'm sorry, Chris, um, but Silver's free kick against Bournemouth. Yeah. Absolute worldies. That was Bins, wasn't <laughs> it? Absolute banger, Chris. Do you remember that one? I do. I do remember that one. Yes, yes. Um, I don't remember it being anything that special, though. Um, <laughs> so who, so who, who are we going to go for? Because obviously we've, we've got we've got a lot of goals there. I'd rather um, like Declan Rice, to be honest. I would go. I'd be happy with Rice, to be fair. We've already we've already given it to Martial once, haven't we? This this yeah. series. Yeah, so bum Martial. It was a, it was a, it was a great goal from Martial, but um, yeah. Uh, who was the other one? Jota. <laughs> Jota, Lacazette, or Rice, I think. So, Troy, you Troy, you sticking with um, Jota? I'll stick with I'll stick with Jota. Oh, the thing and, is, and are you boys going Declan I'll Rice? Go, I'll go Lacazette, which means Luke can go Rice. That means you've got to choose one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I tell you, I tell you what, we will. Um, yeah, but should we, if should we do a Twitter poll, should we do a Twitter poll? If you actually think Get about it, though, in terms of players scoring a goal, <laughs> Rice is a holding midfielder, and to pick that out was amazing. Whereas Hotter and Lacazette, they're they're attackers, aren't they? It was more special. Well, that does mean that they're doing their job. Exactly, but they, they, that's their job. <laughs> Declan Rice, it's not his job, and he still pulled that out. <laughs> I think I think I think they I think they've all got contention to be honest with you. Yeah. I agree I agree with Joe. We love a Twitter poll. We've we'll award the save to we'll award the save to Martinez, the player of to Antonio. We'll do a Twitter poll um and and then we'll talk about it because we're, we the the scheduling of this podcast over the last month has been a little bit crazy, isn't it, you know. It's just the amount of games that are on, but we're doing another we're doing our last episode of the series next week, aren't we guys? We are. We are. We are. It will so be the Prem is leaving us. So the Premier League is uh, maybe for good for two of us. Um, <laughs> but oh. the, <laughs> next next series next series you're gonna have two impartial hosts 
with uh, with nothing to lose really but um maybe we'll wait and see but yeah next next wednesday um we are doing a last in the series wrap up of the premier league we'll talk about who got the european positions who got the relegation positions um who's going up who's staying down we'll talk all about that um and then who knows we might do a few specials before the next season but we'll talk about that if, if, make our viewer very if we aware exactly episode might be a bit longer so follow us follow us on our socials as, as always um twitter facebook what, what else are we on youtube we on tiktok yet <laughs> we should be um yeah follow us on all the socials at pl fan podcast to get updates as when we when we actually decide to do this podcast because it changes every week at the moment um any anything else to add boys or we're going to sign off um, uh this could be the last time we speak when Bournemouth aren't relegated. So, <laughs> moment of silence, please. It's been it's been a it's been a and, pleasure. We'll, we'll yeah. wait and see. We'll wait and see. It we'll see. Obviously, I'm going to have everything crossed this weekend, as I'm sure Luke is. Um, but we will see you next Wednesday. Thank you very much for joining us, Troy, Luke, Joe. Um, thank Chris. you, Chris. Thank you, and we will see you next Wednesday. Tomorrow. Goodbye. So we are flat out of time for another week here on the Premier League Fan Podcast. I want to thank you all for joining us. Now, as the Premier League concludes this Sunday, we will be back next Wednesday. So only one week's time as we discuss the closure of the Premier League. Who makes Europe? Who gets relegated? We will discuss it all next Wednesday. Don't forget, you can join us on social media to join in the conversation by following us at PL Fan Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. We will see you next week.